You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. My name is Jordan Whoa. Wonders, <laughs> and this week I'm your hunk, actually. A royal welcome. <laughs> I'm Doge, oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm Doge, and I'm just a chunk niece, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm Carter, and... Oh, nice. Trying sound effects for the first time. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. That's pretty good. A little foley. I like that. Foley. That works for me. It's a bit of foley. Well... It's a bit of foley. I'm the hunk. Yeah, tell us about that. Why yeah, is that then? It's actually Doja's story to tell, not mine. But um, I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> we just go into the episode <laughs> yeah. from that. And this week we're talking about a movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a hero. Why uh, are you a hero? What did you save? Well, you know, I saved Doge. So I we can't have Doge. the podcast without you. Yeah, yeah, wow. I saved Doge and his wife. Which they actually were... means you can't have the podcast without me. Well, that's the hunkiest thing that anyone's ever done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And it, it was, uh, yeah. It was he saved my life. You know? He was like, step one, you say, we need to talk. He walks, you say, sit down. It's just, it's a, just talk. a talk, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I smile politely back at him. You stare politely right on through, you know. Some thought we don't do you right. Somewhere there is a... Burnt yeah. CD of me covering that song and I'm Whoa. Yours by Jason Mraz when I was Whoa, 16 no years old. Yeah. No way. Dude, yeah. my first published cover was <laughs> Colby Calais Bubbly. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need to oh, go yeah. see if my mom has it because I'm pretty sure I did it for Mother's Day. <gasps> Dude, I would love that CD. I, I would love to have it. Oh, I bet she I has love- it. I would love to have those MP3s for my collection. <laughs> I, I bet she has it somewhere. I need to go. Moms don't throw anything away. You no, just like don't. slide it into a bangers playlist on Spotify. <laughs> next pa- next birthday party, just in the middle. <laughs> we, I gave I gave my mom for Mother's Day when I was seven a long stemmed tea candle holder. Um, looked like a flat bottom wine glass. Make and the rock and world go around, you know. She just. <laughs> she just threw it away because it broke. Oh no! It is twenty-one years. <laughs> she I just that's threw a mom it away move for real. It's I a pee. big mom move, dude. Another mom move is getting medicine for your friends when they're sick. That's yes, what Jordan did. Yes, Jordan. Jordan was our, and we did that's not. Nice. He was our basically our personal DoorDasher, and we did not tip him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also brought your keys to an airport forty-five minutes away. That is also true. I uh, the day before I was diagnosed with COVID, I left my keys <laughs> in an air in a hotel room in Frederick, Maryland, and my flight was leaving from Baltimore, which was an hour away, and I didn't know this until I'd already made it through security. So, oh. uh, shout out to the Marriott in Frederick. If you guys are listening, you do still have my keys. I do need to get those back from you. Oh, what a bummer! That's such a weird, huge, feeling. huge bummer. Y'all's close proximity is. Very beneficial for like one of us. Proximity, yeah. It's Y'all super like helped Seinfeld me. and Kramer, and I'm super Elaine. helped me out. Yeah, <laughs> I've always said you're the Elaine of our friend group. You're like the Elainest <laughs> one, probably. Yeah. Probably, probably because of all the times that you ask me if I have any toilet paper that I can give you. Anywho, we're gonna continue <laughs> our five for five <laughs> series uh, with the fourth, yeah, episode, yeah. Going over an, yet another international action movie. And this week, uh, I'm excited. This is one that two of the three of us had never seen. One of the three of us still hasn't seen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's when Doge reveals that he's quitting the podcast. <laughs> and never will. And the movie, of course, that we are speaking of is known as Ip Man. I think it's Ip Man. Based on, based on what I heard in the movie. Yeah, Ip Man. Because uh, I'm pretty sure Sifu means master. 
mm-hmm. and they kept referring to him as like Ipsifu. So I think it's Ip. I don't know. I'm just pe- I'm piecing things together. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of yip. A lot of yip. And I can say in English <laughs> what it's actually supposed to be. Yeah, good yeah, point. Right. Good point. Uh, but very excited to talk about this, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped. So before we jump in, Doge, will you please give us a synopsis? This week's IMDb synopsis was written by Ricardo Amadori. Incredible. In 1935, in Foshan, South China, there are martial arts schools on every corner. Ip Man is the undisputed martial arts champion, yet he has not devoted himself to teaching. Despite this, it seems that all the kung fu masters of the city are eager to fight him to improve their reputation. In synopsis. Oh. Oh. Okay. Those were his final words. Ricardo really, really wants to leave us wanting more. And boy, I do. <laughs> Big time. That's not even a cliffhanger, really. It's just yeah, like there's a cliff. Unfinished. Hey, there's a cliff. It's just unfinished. <laughs> no, that's fine. We can we can definitely take off from there. not to brag, but I do know all the other stuff that happens in the movie. Yeah, too. yeah. So no, like, I was gonna I say, actually, I actually did, got actually a pretty good even, handle on this. Didn't, didn't even need Ricardo's help. So I'll I'll I'd like to kickstart the discussion by saying this. I didn't know what this movie was about. I hadn't done much research. I just kind of wanted to go in. This was not my guess. Yeah. I liked this better than what my guess would have been. Oh, fine. Ooh. What fine. was your guess? What did you think it was? I, I just wasn't expecting, like, the stakes to be both this high and the scope to be this small. Okay. Yeah. And I really appreciated that about this movie. I was expecting, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was just expecting more of like a vengeance story versus like a story of like. Like Jet Li's hero. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. a little more like one man can win it back. Like that yeah. kind of thing. And this one just man a, against an army. It's just an a quiet army. story about a humble expert. Yeah. And I appreciated it was, that. At the end of it, this was my second time to watch it. And again, I, I had kind of been on a kick. I had seen the Raid movies and then I was looking up like international international action lists. Yeah. The kind of stuff that helped us make this fight for fighting right. list. Yeah. And Ip Man kept showing up. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's four Ip Man movies and a lot of them are are scored pretty highly. Yeah. Um, I think the lowest so rated one is seven, seven out of yeah. ten. So we definitely, and that's, that one has the highest Metacritic score. So hmm. it was uh, definitely worth doing the origin. But at the at the end, when they're doing the credits of like the history of, mm-hmm. it kind of put a whole vibe together for me that this movie is like the one in history class yeah. that they roll out the TV. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's just violent. It's like not much more than that. Yeah, it's not right. like incredibly inappropriate and nobody's cursing or anything like that. It's like a kind of bit fantasized historical drama. It's like as Texas boys... Yeah. You were all in grade school in Texas, yeah? Yep. No. I know that you're not necessarily origins in Texas. Sorry about that. No, Texas boys in middle school. They roll out, even middle school, this would have happened. They mm-hmm. roll out the TV. You can hear the squeaky wheels coming down the hall. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's movie day, which means it's like the next two or three days are movie days because the periods yep. are never long enough. And we're watching the Alamo. That's what it felt like. It's like, what is the closest thing that Hollywood has? You got to think that teachers were smiling. They were like, yes. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Get these two or three days to grade. Finally. Yep. <laughs> it's like watching Gettysburg where it's like, yes. oh, okay. Yeah, gods and generals. It's like that kind of vibe, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. And I forgot how, I'm going to say it starts slow, but that's only because of the series that we're in. Yeah, yeah. I think as an island, it's not as slow, but the fact that we don't get too much like serious fighting. I mean, it's incredible whiplash and with the series that we're in. Yes, big yeah. time. Uh, yeah, especially after the raid, which yeah. is like, whoa, this is pretty slow. There's yeah. about yeah. five, I think, I counted like true one-on-one like duels between people yeah. in this movie, which is like what what it's all about. There's some larger scale fights that are interesting, but there's five like really dr- good, drawn out, important fights 
And yeah, coming after the raid, which has a fight every like six minutes. Mm-hmm. The pacing was different for sure. Yeah. It it didn't strike me as a bad thing that the pacing was different. It did strike Callie as a bad thing. So Callie really struggled with this be, just because she didn't know what to expect either. And it was a lot slower than she anticipated. Sure. So she came out of our watch a lot more down on this movie than I am. Yeah, confirmed slowest by far in the whole series. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I was glad sure. it didn't it didn't bookend anything. But yes, it's nice to stretch. Yeah, stretch totally. the genre a little bit, a little breather. Yeah. It is, and Before when the fights are happening, they're amazing. I'm gonna can I super dump actually? Yeah, super dump then. Uh, not that the fights aren't amazing. I really don't care for the way the fights are shot. Okay. I really wish we could have stayed wide on a lot of this stuff to see the sure, choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep yeah. we keep punching in on, and it's great when we punch in on an ankle getting broken or whatever, or like punch in on on uh, Donnie Yen's hands as he, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I I don't know, man. It was like yeah. hard to follow, and ultimately was like, oh man, this is a bummer. I wish we could have stayed wide and like gotten it a little heightened or a little stylized or something. Yeah. I think. Maybe I'm realizing, because I felt sort of similarly about the raids. And maybe I'm realizing, I think I've talked before on the show, maybe during our musical series, about how I don't understand dancing. Like I just, it's like the part of my brain that sees (laughs) dancing doesn't work. And I can't tell if the dancing is good or if it's bad. I'm just like, yes, it's dancing or no, it's not dancing. The start of Mary Poppins. Yeah, I'm super duper like uneducated on dance. Uh, where it's like they're moving. So yeah, I mean, that's dancing. I sure do love it. It's like that <laughs> vine of the guy who's like, is this music? Is it, it's coming from the green? Oh, it's not from the green. I do love this music. That's how I feel about dancing. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that like stretches at all into the choreography of martial arts movies where I'm like, it's fighting, it's martial arts, but I can't mm. tell if it's better or worse than other martial arts movies. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know that's a deficiency in me, but I think if, if we had stayed wide on the fight scenes, it would have helped me get a little bit of a sense of like the scope sure. and, and the movements that are happening. I can agree with yeah. that for sure. It is interesting that the martial arts, martial arts isn't a, I think it's, it's not a genre, but the movies that do have martial arts in them, there are so many different variations and just yeah. different vibes in general. Like, I was also thinking of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and we talk about stylized, like that kind yes, of was like yes, big international film. I think that's like, what oh I was gosh. expecting from this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, which this definitely is not. It has its moments of kind of the things that people aren't capable of. <laughs> yeah, that they end up doing. Yeah, there's a couple uh, like what is it called? Like wire fight moments. Wire foo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and those are fun. But I I agree with you not not on the super dump level, but I agree with you to an extent. I think I would have appreciated more of the, especially Same. when it's like, I will challenge 10 people. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And it felt yeah. especially disappointing after like how dynamic the camera work was in the raids last week mm-hmm. to like, when we get to the the like fight club, basically where we're fighting for bags of rice, it's like, man, like if we could just stay wide and, and orbit Donnie Yen as he does his Donnie Yen yeah. thing, yeah. that would be, I don't know, man. And it's, it's tricky because I would not be thinking that if we hadn't watched the raids last week. Sure. Well, but. and that's that's the interesting thing about this series, I think, because the fights in this movie are very cool. Yeah. But the fights in the raid are like all all time best we're gonna see for a long time, like hard to top right. kind of fights. And like, and so coming hot off that trail, like it's tricky because it man is sitting at a funny place here for me because like I, I was going into it wanting super stylized action, which I got in RRR. Right. I was wanting pretty good pacing, uh, like more energetic pacing, which I got in Mad Max. And like I was wanting the like kind better of dynamic fights. camera work, yeah. the better fights that I got in the raid. And so this is, I mean, it's it's an easy last place of the series so far for me, but I, I wonder if that's just because of, you know, what we've watched leading up to this. So that that's kind of what I was talking through last night, just, just, getting my thoughts in order is that this is a very good movie that is worse at everything it does than something else we have watched. Yeah. And it does everything well, but we have watched every other movie do all of it 
everything in this movie has been done better by a, at least one of the other movies that we've watched. And so it's just, yeah. Yeah. it's a little, it's a little tough to sit here with it. Mm-hmm. However, I spent some time last night making sure I separated that part of my brain from this watch. And the conclusion that I ended up coming to is that I actually did really enjoy this movie. Um, but yeah, it does in this series, I would say that this is almost equal parts historical drama as it is action movie. Exactly. Like if we had watched, if we had watched like, like Master and Commander right. and then this, yeah. you'd be like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is so much more energetic than something yeah. like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and especially too, it was, so there does, like the the final words that come across the screen, especially when we're seeing like the historical context at the end with like actual pictures of it ma- a man and his story. <clears throat> it was like in one of his most illustrious, his most illustrious uh, champion of all student. And it just says Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it also felt like the vibe they were going for was like Enter the Dragon almost. But Enter the Dragon is such this like Americanized Hollywood. Yeah, totally. Oh, is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I think it is. You know, just <laughs> yeah. like this like wild stuff. So even then, so it, it did feel ultimately intentionally uh, kind of pulling punches for yeah. the sake of the historical context of things. Sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it definitely feels, yeah, it's, it's, it's feels a bit out of place. Did it seem especially dry? Like uh, in terms of just like, I don't know. And maybe it's because I'm watching this essentially biopic with very Western eyes. Uh, but did it, I mean, it, there was no, f- I feel like as a main character, Ip Man is pretty static. Oh, There's not a, man. I, I felt as though there wasn't a ton of, I don't know. It, it seemed like we were unwilling to like say like, here's a flaw in our main character. I don't know. It, and I think it's, probably because I was going into it, wanting it to be something else. I was looking for the things that the filmmakers clearly were not interested in putting in the movie, but it just, I don't know, man. Like it, it worked for me, but really only barely. Yeah. I think a flaw that I saw that I interpreted was like this debilitating honor. Yes. Like he was prideful and could have had help a long time ago, but yeah. just chose not to have to owe you like sure. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I necessarily had, I definitely didn't have static. I love Donnie Yen uh, in this role and I did like the stoicism. Yeah. I think it was more stoic than Yeah, maybe that's a better word for me. It. Yeah, he, he uh, Donnie Yen really worked for me. The character of Ip Man really worked for me. I mean, it f- feels weird to say character when it was like a real person, but right. yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I found his struggle of especially the final decision that he has to make of like, if I fight and win, I may, I might die. If I fight and lose, I am disgraced. And if I train the Japanese army in Wang Chun, then I'm a traitor. So he, he's yeah. just stuck between a rock, a hard place and just a different harder rock. Just trying to live <laughs> his life, man. Like there is this, um, there's other movies like this. I was trying to think of like the, the aged pro is in the area and he just doesn't want to, but in the end he ends up having to fight. It feels Western in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Every man, time I, I think like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can remember another movie like this, but I feel like there's just several that are like, no, I don't do this anymore. Sorry, do you guys kid. think, do you guys think that, because I think it's, especially it's the martial art connection. Do you think there was any inspiration for the character of Miyagi in the real life Ibman? Oh, where it's like basically possible. like, hey, this guy, this this older master is secretly the best, but he doesn't want to train anybody. You know, and maybe yeah. that's just like a common enough trope it's that like it's like, Yoda oh, that, that too, actually happened. You know? Yeah, totally. I mean, maybe that's just a common trope of like, you maybe know. Gandalf a bit. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it's it's definitely, I think it leads... These old people, <laughs> you know, Betty White. Betty White. Yeah. And Lizzie, RIP. It does yeah. feel kind of a bit of a bit of that trope of like, <clears throat> I know better, but I'm going to hold back until Yeah. Then. But I'm going to super yeah, pump. Yeah, I can. Go. Huh? I'm going to super pump. Do it then. I want to I I inject some energy into our conversation. 
No, so far it's Ip Man speed. The 1v10 fight to prove a point, to yeah. drive home a point of like, you cannot just come here and wipe us all out. Like, yeah. one of us is better than you. That moment was super charged with like, I, I don't know. I felt the emotion of the moment of like, no, 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 no. Put me in. You haven't seen me go yet. Yeah. And I'll, I'll show you yeah. why you can't just shoot my countrymen. Like, I'll show you why you can't just do this. Um, that fight was awesome. There's some, if I watched a bunch of movies about a character that never really takes a real substantial hit and just whoops everybody he ever fights, I would get yeah. bored. But one movie <laughs> where a dude is just untouchable, I thought it was very fun and most at its peak in this 1v10 fight. In this yeah. this moment, this scene is the best in the movie um, and among among the coolest fight scenes of our series thus far. In yeah, my I opinion. feel like uh, Donnie Yen did a really thoughtful job of this role. I think it is, especially in the martial arts world, it's like you're, you're kind of doing the person, like yeah, the OG. Yeah, totally. And so I, I thought, yeah, I thought he did a wonderful job, specifically in the um, 1v10 fight when he's, you can tell he's scanning first. He's like mm-hmm. looking at all of them and it almost feels like he can just read you, like he knows how good you are. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, 10. You know, he could have said all of them, but he's like, I can do 10, promise you this. And it's egregious enough that three was impressive before, but it's like, oh my God, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was super cool. My, my super pump uh, is Jin. So this was the guy who we see want to start his own. He's kind of like the, a, a little bit more loose, like barbarian type guy. that just like, they come, it feels like they come out of the woods with axes yeah. and they're like, out I'm going to start. Yeah. yeah, the out of towner that comes in because he was the closest acting wise to these other movies for me. I loved sure. his expressiveness. Yeah. I loved the way he carried himself. And it wasn't over the top. Uh, si Wong Fan is is the actor's name. You're talking about our, our, I, our main dude that like challenges everybody to fights and all that stuff? That's yes, what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 I liked yeah, him yeah. a lot. Me yeah, too. He, he was so great. And he was a good, he was a fun like recurring character. Um, there were a lot of characters in Ip Man. I think that's something that is different and, and was a little bit more subtle that there seemed to be an attempt at a lot of characterization, maybe more than we've had. I'm trying to think like Mad Max, we kind of get to know like a dozen people. Yeah. Raid, one of the issues of Raid 2 to me was that we were we went out and we were like, there's 30 of them now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it felt like Ip Man did it pretty well to an extent of having our brothers, having Jin. And Jin definitely was my favorite. He yeah. he just had a, a different kind of energy. I know that's probably what his role called for yeah. to carry that energy. Um, but I was wishing that more people were uh, as animated in a way as as he was. It was really yeah. excellent contrast. Like excellent as a foil to Donnie Yen in this role. Uh, mm-hmm. Just in terms of like, uh, it, like you said, expressiveness. And I don't know, it's the, whatever the opposite of stoicism would be. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's just yeah. like full, your Aggression, full aggression and, maybe? Like maybe, I, but it's almost not even, aggr- and it's not, passion feels like the wrong word, but it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like animated maybe. Yeah, animated feels like a good word. That's what yeah. In the, fir- the first fight with him in It Man, in uh, the house with the yeah. feather duster thing. Yeah, I'll buy or I'll pay. When the sword flies up over his head and he catches it mid-swing. yeah. And then gets beat with a feather duster. Phenomenal. That's, that was very cool. I think that was my favorite fight scene. Things really kicked up a notch when Jin came storming into town Mm -hmm. to fight all the classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the fight with the feather was amazing. And that felt like, I had wished there had been more of that. of, Of kind of using weapons and stuff. But we got like a historical context karate kid finale. Yes. <laughs> of it's yeah. just like big bad against everybody big good. watch. Yeah. Everybody watch. Sweet the leg. Also injured yeah. real bad. Can I tell you what yeah. I appreciate about the feather duster scene? I'm just putting this together right now in real time. But what 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 I liked about it so much is that it was we don't get this 
really any other time in this movie, it is both silly and threatening at the same time. Yeah. There's some humor in this movie, yeah. Because the feather boa is funny. I mean, he gets spanked. He finishes the yeah. fight by giving him a spanking for good measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, he's up against a sword. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that stakes, you know? That's yeah, that's scary. And so I, I think that's something that that fight has on a lot of other fights in this movie is like, yeah, if if it gets hit, it's over, dude. It's a yeah. sword. Yeah, it, totally. It, it plays to the overall themes too, specifically with that fight of using this, like, crude, sharp blade against this, you know, something out of a bouquet, essentially, or something <laughs> yeah. out of a potpourri. Like, it, it plays to, it feels like almost an homage to one of my favorite themes, which was, like, respect for women. It's like, hey, the yeah. this fighting style was started by two women. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of the most popular martial arts. And it it is by far the most powerful in this. It's the thing that everybody wants. It's like, teach us this. At first, yeah. we're laughing about it when Jin comes in. He's like, oh, it makes sense that you would talk to your wife like that or you'd let her talk to you like that. I hear that it was a woman who made up this fighting style. It's kind of this newness. And in the time frame and in the region that this was a big deal. I think it was, I, I'm always a huge fan of that. I know we all are, but like it goes back to my love for like Alien and sure. the fact that, you know, the, the, the heroine is who's in control. And so I wish we had my super dump, and we'll do this before the break, is for this to be, uh, in a sense, incredibly respectful and an homage to the role that women played in martial arts. Um, no woman fought in this mm. entire movie, except um, when we went to the mill, yeah, the, 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 cotton, the mill. Uh, cotton mill, yeah, right? Not until then. I think it did not need to be, we did not need this to be a... Uh, a mass like of people. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, there's, there's half a of them women. Are women. Yeah. I think we needed to have, with the kind of uh, liberties that we took in a historical context film, I think we could have taken a liberty to show uh, maybe one of the people who invented or, or someone of the lineage of who invented the, the fighting style, like fight. Somebody, we need a woman to fight. No, I agree. And, like and, a one-on-one let, and beat a yeah. guy. Let me super dump right next to you and I, it goes tandem with you. That's why, that's why I'd like to do it. That sounds so unappealing in real life. I know. <laughs> Can I dump right by you? No, thanks. For, for a movie about a martial art that was started by women and for a movie about a man who has so much respect for his wife that he is willing to probably culturally at that time embarrass himself to say like, no, I'm going to listen to her and you know, fights the dude when he threatens her and all that stuff. I found um, her character to be unfortunately really, really one-dimensional and flat. Mm -hmm. And like her arc was just like being mad that he was fighting, being mad that he was fighting, being happy that he was not fighting, realizing that she should never have been mad about him fighting. Yeah. That's all all she did. Kind of... Kind of yikes for the role of a woman yeah. in a movie, right? Yeah, it, it <laughs> to realize like, oh, you shouldn't me. have actually been so emotional about this. Yeah, Ooh. oh man, you you, I, you shouldn't have spent time with me and your son, and you should have just kept fighting all the time, and none of this would have happened. And it's like, well, that's not true. He can't fight the entire Japanese army, and he does. He didn't have to go do this duel in the middle of the square. He just chose to. Like, I don't know the the whole thing when that happened. I was okay with her character until. The full scene of her, her big moment was realizing that she whined too much, and it was like, I don't yeah. think you did. I, like I think you were con- yeah. concerned yeah. for your husband. And so I don't know. I, I think that that's my super dump is that moment specifically. But I do think this movie was really missing out on more female presence. I could have done with I could have done with a lot more. And I mean, the same can be said for. The raid or whatever else, it just no. The raid we had was Hammer not, Girl. Well, Hammer Girl the, was great. The raid was not trying to be this. That's the thing. Like, yeah, this movie needs that. Whereas the raid just needs meat meat bags for punching. Right. This movie <laughs> needs because the raid doesn't live and die on the strength of its characters or its right, script. Right. The raid is spectacle, and this is like honestly, decidedly not spectacle. Uh, I yeah. think that that this movie is 
way more of a drama the than raid any kind is, of spectacle. The raid is Space Mountain, and Ipman is a presentation about the life of Walt Disney. No, I was going to say- That your grandparents want to go to a Disney World. I was going to say it is, um, what's it called? It's a small world where it's like slow and paced. And every once in a while, you're like, that was interesting to look at. I don't know, bro. I hate it. I don't know, but it's a small world. Yeah, that might be a bad comparison. (laughs) It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. That might be a bad comparison. After all, it's that spaceship Earth. It's that safari in Animal Kingdom where it's, it's like, the, that's no. a giraffe. It's the Hall of Presidents where you're trying to just sit in some <laughs> AC for a little while. No, no, no. It's definitely Spaceship Earth, which is in the Epcot ball. Yeah. It uh-huh. just tells you about like the history of communication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's probably. I don't know. Carter, have you ever even been to Disney World? He doesn't no. know what he's talking about, dude. Let's These are all guesses. We got to go to shout announcements. <laughs> we got to go to shout announcements. We can't talk about how Carter lives at Disney World anymore. Goodbye. It's shout announcements time. Shout announcements. Shout out to us. We are crushing it in India right now. Our RRR episode made it to number two on the yeah. film review charts in India. So uh, that is awesome. Big time. Actually, and the thing people don't know about the, the charts is they operate off of that playground logic where first is actually the worst, the worst one. Yeah, second is, second the, best. is yeah. the best. So that's second actually really best. good news for us. We're the best podcast. Yeah, I'm glad we the didn't get in third. I just, I already shaved my chest what little hair grows there. I don't want to have to like really, really bushwhack. <laughs> you know what I mean? I probably got the hairiest chest on this podcast. You definitely do. You think so? No, he definitely does. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea. He for sure absolutely. does. Show me. Yeah, let's see it. Just a touch. Just a touch? We got it like, we're kind of all over. Wow, you just don't care I'm about not. your shirts at all, do you? Oh, you can't even. It's the lighting's bad. The lighting's bad. No, I, I see. Like the, I see both of your chest hairs. They're cute. Yeah. They're sweet. Get out of here. Get out of I here. I'm smooth like a porpoise. <laughs> it's so you can swim well. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I am <laughs> such a fast swimmer. <laughs> I am unbelievably hydrodynamic. <laughs> uh, to help us with those charts, one of the things that you can do is rate and review this podcast. If you've I do enjoyed s- listening to us talk about our levels I, of chest hair. <laughs> yes, I do spot some of you uh, rating us over there on that Spotify. Ooh, I do appreciate it. We are, six, we are six ratings away. So it could be you and everyone that you have crammed in your car right now. I know it's wild that there's six of you listening. Who, who knew? Who knew? We're big among clowns. Phones. Clowns love Someone take show. the driver's phone. Somebody take uh, John's phone. Someone take it. Go ahead and take it. And you can review for him. That'll put us at 100. We'll be in them triple digits on Spotify. That's very good for us. That's very good for us. So rate and review this podcast. Let the people know. We've got a lot of exciting things happening. Five for Fighting rack, wrapping up. We'll have Kingsman next week in honor of the queen. Mm. <laughs> and then after that, we'll have the much talked about Don't Worry Darling release. And then I'm, my, I'm worrying, darling. I, hey, darling. I'm, I'm worrying, worrying, darling. I'm worrying, darling. I think one of my favorite series that we do, it could be number one. It's number maybe, one for me, I think. Is Chunktober. Ooh. So Chunktober is right around the corner. If you've been to your local uh, Kroger's, you know that outside of the Dallas Cowboys jerseys, there's tons <laughs> of Prunkins. It's Prunkin time. Prunkins. <laughs> it's Prunkin time. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick, quick poll, quick grassroots uh, poll. It's the great Prunkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> great Prunkin. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me that every year I say it as prunkin and it it's, it kills me every single year. I like prunkin pride. Prunkins. Prunkins prize. <laughs> prunkins prize. Prunkins prize. Do you do you think you go to get mail out prunkins prize all day today? <laughs> Go ahead, I'll do the Brunken Pratt. Quick. Brunken Pratt. Quick poll. Did Harry spit? I'm going no. 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 That he didn't spit. He but defo it, didn't spit. I wish he had spit. He defo didn't spit. He did say, though, that this is one of those, it feels like, you know, a movie. It really is one of the movies that's like, you know, feels like so a movie a that you'd go to the cinema to see, a, you know, Sorry. a movie. 
And no one's talking about Nick Kroll and all of this. I, I yeah, that's right. I forgot Nick Kroll is in the movie. Hey, I saw a TikTok <laughs> of Nick Kroll in his limousine pulling up to the premiere and the windows are tinted and all these girls are like screaming and leaning in and it's just him going, no, not him. Not him. Not him. Not- no, <laughs> not him. It's not him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Kroll is... Uh, Chris Pine looks good. Man, he's in always. his he's in his Brad always Pitt does. era right now, and I'm yeah. he always does. thumbs up, dude. Always about it. He looks cool. Those boys, you know, they get to a certain age and they go for the long hair. You know, we had it with McGonaghy. Clooney had his moment. Mm, me. It's Pine's moment now. I think. Yeah, it's Pine's time. Doge. Yeah, they look. Yeah, both of y'all. Your hair is so long. It looks great. Thanks. We're gonna have to redo our little merch profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else are we supposed to talk about in this part? You have to talk about Patreon, obviously. Oh, yeah. Didn't we already? No, we didn't already say that. We got two yeah. levels of Patreon. We got some. Doge has a touch of COVID. He's got, I got uh, a little COVID if brain. If you're, if you're playing COVID out on the basketball court, he's got co right now. <laughs> he's just got just a bit of it. He's not fully Just a COVID. touch of COVID. It's like COVID, what, nine and a half? That's halfway <laughs> to 19. COVID 9.5 brain frog. On the brain. brain frog. Brain frog. You got a brain frog. Brain he's, frog. Got, he's got prumpkins on the brain. I got prunky brain. Prumpkins on the brain. Prunky brain. We have Patreon and we got two levels. We got a $3 tier and a $5 tier. Y'all need to watch Geely, boys. We do need to watch oh, Geely man. for our $3 bonus episode tier. The most recent bonus episode we put out was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which did feature an introduction from the real Sonic himself and definitely not an AI voice that we found online. The next episode that we'll release on that feed, I believe, is going to be me and Jordan watching Geely uh, since we yeah. failed our Geely exam. Maybe for Chunktober, we'll do Barbarian. Ooh, that would be Ooh, fun. That would be very fun. That would be super fun. But it's a great time uh, over on that bonus episode feed. You can find bonus episodes dating a couple years back. I think we launched at the beginning of 2020 with a goofy movie. Was that our first Patreon? I think yes. it was. Yes, it was. I think it was. I love that. Yeah, that's a good time. I love that. Uh, and then if, if that's not enough for you, then that sounded really combative. I didn't mean it combative. If that's not enough for you, if you still some, for like some that. reason want more from us, we have a $5 tier as well, where you can join us over on Discord. Uh, pretty constantly texting, uh, messaging over there on that platform. It's a good time. There is a sports channel, much to my chagrin, uh, but I just ignore that one and then participate in all the others. Just in time for football season. Can we be done? Yeah. Okay. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. We're, you know, we're clearly, and I knew this was going to happen with this movie. We've, we're running out of discussion. Yeah. With Ipman. Uh, I've been super pumped. I could super pump. I would love like for you to super pump. Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously Donnie Yen. Yeah. The like, the, Donnie Yen, I don't know. How tall is Donnie Yen? Big guy, small guy. I don't know. I'll go find out. Seems small guy. I'll go find out. Seems small guy, but can I can I get guesses? I haven't scrolled to it yet. My I'm gonna give a five eight guess. You're gonna give a five eight guess. You really haven't scrolled to I, it. I genuinely have not scrolled to it. I'm right here. I stopped. He's right five here. eight. He's he's five. He's eight. five eight. Is he really? Yeah. I was gonna let everybody guess, and then I was gonna scroll to Whoa. it. Whoa. Hmm. Stumbled upon upcoming movie for Donnie Yen. John Wick Chapter Four. Yes. Oh, oh cool. Whoa. Okay, I'm in. I was saying, though, Donnie Yen, not the largest 
boy to ever be on our screen. Sure, but, sure. But the, like, Neither was Bruce Lee. Right, the the kind of the magnitude of Donnie Yen's presence in this movie. Yeah. Like just the, yeah. uh, it's, and I guess it would have to be the nonverbals for me because I don't speak the language. <laughs> so I don't know if the verbal acting was good. But the nonverbals were absolutely fantastic. 100% by Donnie Yen as Ip Man, the kind of reclusive, yep. almost reluctant master in this movie. I don't know, man. Yep. It's just, it's so well, good and such a warm presence from him. Yeah, big time. And it's great that you brought up, you had brought up Miyagi earlier. Yeah. And it, it, that those are some of the things that I love the most about Mr. Miyagi. It totally is that trope of of like old older master, maybe not even older, but just like experienced master who is secretly the wisest person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, I, I, I like I like Donnie Yen a lot. I think oh he, my he brings God, y'all. some very good energy to everything that he is in. And I always appreciate him. Yes, Carter? Have y'all seen the trailer, the Comic-Con trailer for John Wick Chapter 4? I, have I haven't. Donnie Yen wields guns and a bow and arrow in this movie. Okay, excellent. Yeah, I'm fine with sure. that. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I've actually, you know what? Spots. You know what? Let me check. That's going to be fine with me. Yeah, that's going to be all right. That. Yeah. that one's going to pass. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him do that. Hey, okay with that one. Y'all, I didn't even realize you can get trivia just about the actors. Did you know mm-hmm. that on IMDb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually not interesting. Sometimes it is. <laughs> it's usually like Michelle Yeoh was in was in theater in high school. <laughs> did I pronounce I'm so sorry, did I pronounce that I right? So. Michelle Yeoh. Okay. Considers him to be the fastest martial artist she has ever worked with. Oh cool. cool. Makes sense, bro. I almost thought about us doing something on Instagram to like in our Instagram story have the Chunkies respond with their fast punch face. Like, what does that Ooh. look like? Because <laughs> I caught myself trying to do it, and there's no way to do it with a, like a straight face. Without a bad face, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> makes sense. But Donnie Yen's just like, mm, 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 mm. perfect for an audio medium. Yeah, I love that. That's great. That'll get people on the Patreon. It's just a lot of like, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, how did y'all feel about the general? Eh, fine. Yeah, he's whatever to me. Nothing to write home about. I think he was my least favorite actor. Yeah. And his like colonel dude, his worm tongue guy. <laughs> yeah. Was a cartoon. Absolutely. Big time, dude. He did fill me with raw, unadulterated hatred though. For sure. Yes. 100%. It's like that character from, I can't remember the actor's name, but I think the character's name is Percy in Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Just the awful, awful, awful human. When he got blasted, I was pumped about it. Yeah, yeah I was happy. <laughs> I was happy. Sounds terrible. <laughs> One of my favorite things about any action movie, especially an action movie where there's clearly someone in charge, like there's there's a guy who's like there's a boss, like Ip Man was here, who's just can do the damage and he will later. For the really annoying people that have offended that person or that have done something bad, I'm like you're gonna die for mm-hmm. sure and it's gonna be mm-hmm. great. Like it's yeah. gonna be bad. Yeah, you're gonna have big death for sure. <laughs> Yeah, there is, there is a level of cartoonishness to a henchman that I appreciate. Like when you just let me channel all of my negative feelings towards one character, I like it. I enjoy that, that dynamic for sure. Um, but yeah, our, our henchman here was even for my preferences a little bit kooky. It didn't fit. Didn't fit with no, the rest of the movie because nobody like, else was that level of like elevated. Yeah, it was a caricature in the middle of a relatively grounded movie. Right. It was like it was a bit too much. It was like Roger Rabbit <laughs> in the middle of a live action movie. The kind of thing that would have felt inappropriate Which would never like in a Gettysburg <laughs> or yeah. that historical movie that your teachers haven't you watched. Exactly. Yeah, I, it would feel a little bit like watching Braveheart and somebody's like, are we gonna get him, Captain? Like, like somebody's Shrek just like, there. yeah, right. Like somebody's just like <laughs> real over the top about it. There is someone over the top, but it fit because he was a literal lunatic. Sure. yeah. But the Irishman that fights with them was like, sure, it's my island. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, here's what I'd like to do. Let's do it Let's then. wrap up our Ip Man discussion yeah. by yeah. picking our character from this movie to go into our five for fighting squadron. On three. On three? Okay. Yeah. You counting or me counting? One, two, three. Jin. Ip Man. Ip Man. Why Jin? Why? Because 
comparatively to everyone else we have drafted, Ip Man is boring. Yeah. It's for fighting, though. It's a five for fighting. Hey, not five for being cool to look at. We chose Mad Dog in the raid for the same reason. No, we didn't. We chose Mad Dog because he is the only one that the protagonist was unable to defeat. That's that might be why you chose Mad Dog. I relented to Mad Dog because he's an objectively more interesting character. Here's the thing: uh, Kingsman might be a little bit tougher for us. Mm. Let's look ahead. I already know who my but I do for think is. we can get the flavor that I want from our Kingsman fighter. That I feel like Donnie Yen has an Ip Man, which we do need someone a little more level headed. Mm. Ram Raju is to an extent. But there is something about someone just centering us. Ram is still the best fighter on our team, though, by the way. Ram is still my fave. Yeah, I do love Is Ram. he the best or is he your favorite? He's my favorite because he's the best. Do you feel like we can get that from the Kingsman? It's been so long since I've seen it's that. It's been a like minute for me. I'm probably going to pick Mark Hamill from Kingsman, honestly. Wow. I'm not thinking ahead to Kingsman. I'm thinking about who from this movie is the most interesting to have in our fighting squadron. I'll relent. Let's I'm, take Jin then. I'm fine with Jin. It's about interesting. Yeah, then. if it's about interesting, it's not as much Jin. about winning as it is about interesting. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, uh, Jin also defeated everybody, but it, man. So that's true. Do you think he would have taken the general? I do. Yeah. I'm down. He, he, yeah, sure. He made. So let me put it like this, right? He made it, man, break a sweat in his house, and it, man, took on ten of the general's fighters. So yeah, I think Jin. I actually think there are several people in this movie based on how manhandled the general was in the final fight. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even, it man took a punch and it's maybe the only hit we see him take all movie. So bravo to you yeah. general outside of surrendering to the right, general, yeah. right. Bravo to you general. But do I mean, it was an absolute bloodbath at the end of this movie. I think there are actually my- several people that could have taken the general. Favorite it band move, and it it happens multiple times, is when he's punched them so hard they start to fall, but he picks them back up to punch. Yeah, them Yeah, he's again. not done punching. Yeah, he's not. I done like punching. the one where he's like, yeah, 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 bagging their entire body. Very cool. I enjoy that. Very cool. Yeah, if we want to do it, man, that's fine. I think Jin is more fun and more interesting and fits the vibe of the rest of our fighters. Jin is way more fun, but. Because I can imagine Jin standing next to Mad Dog and not deciding to fight him. Right. And I can ma- imagine Mad Dog deciding not to fight Jin. I, I Let me look at something. Later. Oh, I'm very, oh, I can, wait, see, I can see him in the mirror. This is mirror. so good. What? It's like a B-reel. Dude, this is like dramatic. What? I record from the dining room and there's a really big window to our front <laughs> to our front yard and this car pulled up. I can see through these sheer curtains. And it's just these really like Sunday best old couple. <laughs> I think they're holding some religious text. Do you need to go do martial arts? Dude, I'm to them? so excited right now. Wait, are you about to get Evangelized? Possibly. I've been worried about your soul. This is good. They just parked and they're headed out, man. We'll see. We'll see. What you get for I'm living on the first a corner, stop, man. They definitely, yep. they definitely, I know, they definitely parked <laughs> at my house. We'll see. Wow. That was time. Things riveting. might change. Carter, you weren't here for this part. We could, we kept up with this whole thing because we could see you in the mirror behind you looking through the window. So we got to keep oh. up with this whole drama. Yeah. What a great shot. It's cinematic. Good natural Honestly, cinematography. Very cinematic. We're just, we love movies so much that we're just good at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we movie well. So that's our new tag. That's, we that's, movie well. We movie well. We movie real. We movie well for mostly everyone. You want to rate it? Uh, we, I agree on Jen. We can, we can. Well, we can yeah. My, my only thought was simply that he's like the coolest character in the movie. Yeah. So it just feels Let's like. Let's take he, him. Does he have his little hatchet? It's, of course. Yeah, it's cool. the same reason we took Rom, right? It's like yeah. if you want to be passion? if you want to be for real, Beam is probably the better, the stronger fighter. But Rom is just Beam is so, stronger. Rom's a better. Rom fighter. is just so much cooler. Beam fights one tiger. Rom fights like a hundred dudes outside the like when he's a security guard at the beginning of the movie. 
Uh, RRR is st- Mad Max is a top five movie of all time for me. It's still the best movie in this series. RRR is b- not even close the be- the funnest watching experience I have We've had. We've talked in a about time. it in every episode yeah, since we watched it because it smacks. It rules. I usually don't even like smacking, <laughs> but but <laughs> this time Carter will make an exception. Look, let's put our meandering Ip Man discussion to bed. Let's rate. This movie. How about it? The amount of people with their texts and Sunday best has grown. Whoa. To what? What's our new number? There's kids. Whoa. They have umbrellas. Is there a church you don't know about? Can't be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll keep going. It's just riveted. We'll check in one more time before the episode happening. We're going to rate this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy Buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I am, here's the, the phenomenon about Ip Man for me. And remember, the last time I watched it was maybe the same day that I watched Raid. <clears throat> but there's something different about putting in the context of uh, an acknowledged theme. Like we've had these five movies that were like, we're going to make sure we do some international action. Oops, we stumbled upon extreme action. And then here's it, man. Uh, I'm not too proud to be the person who recommended this and stream it. I'm going to stream Ip Man for me personally. Um it wasn't as good the second time, and I don't know if it's the context, sure. like uh, Doge was especially saying. Um, I do enjoy it for what it is. I think Donnie Yen is great. Obviously, I mean, it's, it's, it has quite a bit of critical acclaim, and it ended up spawning three more movies after mm-hmm. it. So, uh, But Ip Man, for me, today, is a stream. I'm going to stream Ip Man as well, and it's a bit of a consolation because I think if I was... Rating it on what we've asked it to be, it would be a forget it or even lower. Like it is so bad at being what we've asked it to be by asking it to stand next to these other movies in this series. But that's not it, man. That's my fault. You know what I mean? That's our fault for putting it next to this yeah. stuff. So I feel like that's a little bit of a be an unfair rubric to grade it on. So sure. I'm going to stream it. Yeah, I'm, I'm streaming it as well. I wouldn't be sad about rewatching it. Like it, I wouldn't dread hitting play again, but it is it is for sure. And I can confidently say it will stay there because I have seen Kingsman many times. It, it is my yeah. least favorite of this series and will stay yeah. there yeah. for sure. It's a Donnie Yen must. I, I don't think you can not watch Ip Man. I don't regret watching it. I really enjoyed it. And be a Donnie Yen fan. You know? I really enjoyed it for what it is. That and Rogue, Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Did you know he is, I think, almost 60? He's 59 years it old. It is. Wow. Bananas. And 5'8". <laughs> wow. That was a good guess, you right? Think by that, you'd think by that age he'd be a little taller. Gotta be. He's got, <laughs> I hope I never stop growing. Um, if, I, if I can't get taller, I'm just going to get wider. That's my goal. Mm. You got to grow in at least one that. dimension. Mm-hmm. Got to at all times. Um, Carter, can we get a quick update on the outside happenings before we shut her down? They're just walking... Walking back and forth. I can actually take a peek at perhaps the conversation. There, someone's door is open. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Take the mic with you, please. Ask if they'd like to be on our show. I love this. I thought there was a convo. Nobody's answering that door. We have a chance here. Do you feel safe? Part of me wants to answer this door. I am in my morning best right now. Sure. I am in a comfy sleep shirt from a cruise vacation from years past and underwear. Do I just mm-hmm. answer the yeah, door? Absolutely. A hundred percent. It is your own domicile. You may dress however you choose. Do you want us to stay on the line with you until they come? Uh, it, no, we don't have to do that. I can definitely let you guys know what happened. It doesn't have to be on the podcast. Oh, it's so much better if it is though. It can be. Well, hopefully, hopefully they the come silence. in the next like couple of minutes because we are we, we can't have down. more than like 40 minutes left in this episode yeah um anyway next week kingsman the secret service um this is, this a, movie, is a big surprise movie to me like the first time you watched it you mean 
First time I watched yeah. it, I was blown away yeah, because the trailers made it look terrible. Yeah, I was under the impression- It was also in the middle of a bunch of big releases. Was it? Yeah. I, I was under yeah. the impression from the trailers that this was going to be like an Alex Ryder Stormbreaker style young adult, um, like fantasy weird thing. Yeah. Like I'm a teenage spy and I'm a, I'm a, and uh, we had a good friend uh, at DBU that was just like, trust me, just watch it. And I said, okay. Who was it? Tyler Wynn. Tyler Wynn was just like, Tyler. dude, just trust yeah. me. Yeah. Very Tyler. Just trust movie. me. Very Tyler. We sat down and turned it on and- Two minutes in, I was like, what is this? This is not what I thought yeah, right. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler coming through. Tyler's always good for a killer suggestion, but that day in particular oh, yeah. changed me. You know, Absolutely adore this movie. So very excited to talk about it. Very excited to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a few years. So uh, tune in for that as we wrap up Five for Fighting and head slowly into Chunktober to end today's episode. I would like for each of us to say our name. And though we build a team of heroes to take on the ultimate evil of our current team. Who's winning in a fight and be honest, be honest. Don't be weird about it. Don't just say your favorite person because they're your favorite person. I want you to justify it. Who's winning this fight of the current team, of the current team, if they're fighting each other and it's an all out brawl. I'm not talking one V one tournament style to recap. Our team is Rom. It is Furiosa. It is mad dog. It is Jin. <clears throat> For two chunks in a hunk, I'm Jordan, and it is Ram Raju. And here's why. Everyone else is a human being. Yeah, it's like and he's Ram a Raju is some sort of superhero ascended being. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's why I don't want them to fight each other. You know, I want them to be friends. But Ram Raju, I think for me, has taken this one home. I'm Doge, and it's obviously Rom for each of the 180 plus minutes of RRR. Yep. I'm Carter, and there, there's maybe something y'all missed. Rom feels obvious. Sure. And outside of the weapon of his hands, uh, he does tend to have a bow and arrow. So he's got that too. And but bomb arrows. We do have like one player. One person on this team who is not afraid to use firepower ever. There are no laws that hold her to. There is no uh, rules that say you cannot do everything possible to try and kill someone. She's just got too many guns on her. We saw Max pull out maybe 10. Yeah. Hiding in her semi. Her semi. I don't even know what to call the vehicles there. But I think Furiosa. I would not be surprised if Furiosa could win this fight. Because I think she's just got a scattershot gun yeah. that she can just take the other guys out. That's true. I mean, it's hard to be a good fighter when you're dead. <laughs> I didn't think about it like good that. Good point. That's actually a good point. I didn't think about it know? like that. That's a really excellent point. Well, let's Well, uh, bye. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. 
Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.